0: Welcome to our resilience episode. We chat to my friend Nick Pace who was diagnosed with Parkinson's in his 40s. We discuss his coping methods as well as how he handled such a huge change of life. We chat about strange obsessions, classic comedy and mine and Nick's contribution to the world of surrealist poetry. I hope you enjoy. Have fun. What do you want me to describe you as, Nick?
1: I suppose a bank worker. I used to be an area manager, lending money, but now I'm part of the bit that's helping customers repay the government loans on so oh. debt recovery.
0: Debt recovery. But in a
1: nice way, we're trying to help people. We're not trying to call debts in.
0: No, we're not sending the boys round. No. Debt
2: assistance.
1: Huh? Yeah, financial assistance. Customers in financial difficulty.
0: okay. So if you were to describe yourself as a person with Parkinson's, what would you say? Would you say that you're, because you do a lot of stuff for Parkinson's stuff, don't you? Yeah,
1: I'm chair of the Welling, Hartford and Hatfield branch of Parkinson's UK. I do do some fundraising stuff for them, Mm -hmm. um, play football with Parkinson's. Hmm. Starting to play rugby with Parkinson. Oh nice,
0: I didn't know about the rugby. Yeah, that's so brilliant. that's
1: that's part of an outreach thing. Yeah. I did a Worcester rugby club who we ironically went bust last week. So
0: oh. oh I saw that on the news, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. that
1: that was a shame. They they said about coming to play for their outreach team and I said, Well I'm an hour and a half away, so they put in contact me in contact with saracens which is good so i'm gonna do yeah. some stuff there but um yeah just try to keep myself as busy and as active as possible you, you see some people can get diagnosed you get this you know this grey face from a doctor and it's like oh you've got parkinson's and uh, oh, people almost want to write their lives off and i thought well let's worry about what you can do not what you can't do
0: yeah
1: so that's how yeah. i kind of like approach it so well
0: it- having sort of like done a bit of research for this i noticed that uh, a lot of people are advised to do a lot of activities like physical activities yes. in order to keep the brain for want of a better way of putting it wired up keep it going as much as possible
1: that's that's spot on because it's it's like the dopamine in the brain which is the problem i have a lack of dopamine in my uh, brain oh yeah you get the same kind of like chemical reaction from exercise i mean most people think parkinson's is like shaky hands and i'm not that bad on the shake front either, no. to be honest it's stiff joints is, is my problem and lack of sleep you know some mornings i can w- w- wake up and like i did that 26 mile walk the other week oh yes and the other days i'm like c3po i just don't know what i'm gonna get so it's just a case of making sure try and maximize what i can get
0: yeah that's fantastic after I'd seen that documentary with Jeremy Paxman. There's loads on that I didn't know. Because I think, Cause I think it, on the face of it, like we, we all think that it's just going to be people with the shakes.
1: Michael Michael J. Fox.
0: Absolutely. Well, that's everyone's reference, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it was my go-to place. I read his autobiography the week I got diagnosed because I Bloody thought hell. Michael J. Fox, he's kind of like the pioneer. And what, yeah. what he's done for the Fox Foundation, raised over a billion dollars. The bloke's an absolute legend. Yeah, yeah. But there's 40 facets to Parkinson's. So if you've met one person with Parkinson's, you've kind of like met one person with Parkinson's because there's all these parts of the jigsaw that form to to, to have the... So. Any of the bits that I had prior to my diagnosis, um, the stiff legs, divvering, a bit of absent-mindedness, you wouldn't necessarily go to your doctors with. It's only when you get the sum of the parts put together you get the diagnosis.
0: Like those kinds of things, most of us would put down to just being a bit tired or a bit stressed or something. Or getting old. older. Yeah,
2: getting old.
1: You know, it's appropriate. Yeah mid mid to late 40s and bits weren't starting to work like they used to or I was a bit tired or, mm. you know, it was it was some strange things. Like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, my, my old boss, who's an absolute legend, said to me, Nick, I don't bother ringing you after 3 o'clock so I don't get any sense out of you. You know, I mean, in a nice way, because I, I, I was tired in the afternoon. Now I work 8 till 4, because I know I'm at my best in the morning, and my drugs work best in the morning. They kind of, like, peter out in the afternoon. So I'm are really good about that. That's why I yeah. plan most things in the morning and try not to do anything too onerous in the afternoons, because that's not when I'm at my best.
2: And I think you're right, Al, like, and, and Nick. you know, the, it's, it's something that everyone probably knows about, or, or doesn't know about. Parkinson's, we've all heard it probably know someone that's experienced it A- apart from the you know tip of the iceberg information that I've seen on the internet I don't know too much about parkinsons at all no um so it it would be good to kind of have an overview from you what, yeah. what is parkinsons you know
1: I suppose most people think of Parkinson's, if they know somebody has got Parkinson's, it's normally somebody elderly that's had it, because it's mid-60s to early-70s when most people get diagnosed. I um, have officially got what's called young-onset Parkinson's, because I was diagnosed prior to the age of 50. So Parkinson's is a lack of dopamine in the brain, which then triggers down, so it stops me, um, enabling me to do certain things. So
2: And, and that's common across all... Parkinson yeah. sufferers. So
1: so it's the lack of dopamine that causes what is effectively badged as Parkinson, named after a doctor, I think mean, it was Dr. John Parkinson in yeah. 1950. It was a study of palsy moments. So it's linked to cerebral palsy, multiple cirrhosis. Oh, really? Motor neurons at the worst extreme. And, yeah. and it was quite interesting watching that. I watched that documentary about Steve Thompson, the rugby player, the other day. Oh, yes. Yeah. About the brain injuries as well. Yeah. And the amnesia and dementia. Now, that affects, I think it's 40% of people with with Parkinson's can lead on to amnesia and dementia. But it also means 60% of people don't get it. So I'm very fortunate in the fact that since they've got my my drugs right, I'm on three main drugs. And I'll I'll tell you about the side effects afterwards. Because if you read the side effects of the drugs, you'd never take anything. But I do need them to function. Yeah. Um, I'm on a, dr- a drug called Levodopa, which is the main Parkinson's drug, which has been around since the 60s. A drug called Rapinerol and one called Rosazolin. And it's like a graphic equaliser, trying to find the right blend of the three. Mm-hmm. I'm really fortunate. I've got a great neurologist at the East Hearts Trust and uh, really good Parkinson's nurse so who've have enabled me to find that mix really quickly. Oh, it takes some people a long while to find it. And I like to think I've got about my business if you like as as off, as normal as possible the only difference is i've now got a blue badge which is which is helpful but I, i'm i won't use it if i'm having a good day i know that sounds ridiculous but if i'm having a good day i won't use it
0: well it says a lot about you really
2: you're just not letting it define you and i think that's important isn't yeah, it yeah that that's yeah. that's
1: it i mean a lot of people in the in parkinson's uk have come up with this saying i've got parkinson's but it hasn't got me and that's kind of like how I'm kind of striving forward, really. I don't want to be defined as, you know, Nick with Parkinson's. It's just Nick is slightly different to what he used to be, but he's just cracking on with things. And yeah. it's not me burying my head in the sand. I'm very conscious of what I've got and how I, how I dealt with it and how I got to where I was. Because the, I mean, Miguel's, you know, Alan, they were really instrumental in me getting diagnosed. Well, in that the was first my ne-
0: that was my next question because I, I I remember well I can't remember when it was, but I remember. Who is it? I was talking. I can't remember. It might have been. One, might have been Bella. So yeah. for the sake of the pod, Nick's eldest, Bella, is my goddaughter. I seem to remember speaking to her at one point and her pointing it out. Yes, you had it, and she was saying about how you, you and Harriet were and her were out. You weren't walking the same as you used to, but you hadn't spotted it because no. of course you're not going to, are you? I suppose we. we
1: it was. Fun. We went on our first like overseas holiday. Just the three of us. We went mm. to. Um, remember it well, it was Malta 2019. We were in the kind of, it was an all-inclusive place and we were in there having the buffet and Harry just said, why do you differ all the time? Mm. And I was like, nothing like kids being brutally honest, but I'm <laughs> glad they were. And Bella yeah, yeah. says, you do? And I said, well, I wasn't aware of it. And then they picked up on a couple of so, other things. Sorry,
0: can I just ask a quick question? So when you're saying differing, what, 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 is, what would you say is differing? Well, what, like not being able to make decisions and things?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm not making decisions and my left hand... Was a bit slow, ah. and that's my problem side. Hence, why when you saw my car, it's an automatic now. Yeah. because I was having problems with the clutch. and yeah. so it affects me down one side. So, mm.
2: and was was your instant reaction? Like, just to tell them, like, don't take the piss, have some respect, or something. Because if <laughs> my kids said that to me, I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it had been
1: all inclusive, and I've been on the on the booze since about nine in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Thought, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it's what's not like that's what's slowing me down. Is yeah. I've had a few beers, but. Mm. You know, I've got to thank them for being brutally honest with me yeah. because kids can be brutally honest with their parents.
2: But at that time, when they asked you, why do you dither so much, you, you can't have gone instantly, oh, maybe there's something wrong with me. There must have been, like, this gap between... Or, or did they say more than just... Well, areas? it's
1: interesting because 2014 was the last time I ran a marathon mm. and my legs were stiffening up then. And that oh. was one thing I hadn't put down... Parkinson's, I've got this really good sports physio. He said, You've played too much rugby and too much football when you were younger. Mm. Your knees have just taken a pounding. It's probably time to stop running. And so i started doing spin classes so even then the signs were there and then my partner i was with at the time said that i was stooping slightly I, you know stand up straight and she, she meant it with all the best intentions but when i look back these were all early signs and then with what the girls said i'd kind of started to realize that something probably wasn't quite right but i needed somebody to shine a torch on it. and at the end of the holiday i said i'll go and book an appointment when i got back mm-hmm. so i did some looking into it and put all the symptoms in and it kept coming up parkinson so i was was. a bit in denial about that but I said no I'll go and see my doctor and he diagnosed me off the record within about 10 minutes he said your hand's sleeping because one thing I don't do is I don't swing my left hand when I walk I have to think swing your left hand when you walk you know so he picked he picked up on that and I was dragging and I was like my speech is slightly not as good as it used to be. I'm a bit hesitant sometimes yeah so he picked up on that so he said Referred me to a neurologist, and the neurologist diagnosed me within five minutes because he said I hadn't blank blank. Um, I hadn't <laughs> blinked, and that's one of the things. Like well, the
0: yeah, the Parkinson mask.
1: Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. The Parkinson's mask. You know, people said that I look really bored on conference calls before and in yeah. meetings, and it, it was just my facial expressions aren't what they used to be. So he diagnosed this, and then you have what's called a DAT scan, mm. which is where they actually measure the dopamine to confirm it's below certain thresholds and that's Mm. when you get your official diagnosis so Uh, that was 2019 and obviously at the end of 2019 start of 2020 something else major happened in the world so it was quite hard Mm. dealing with what I was dealing with plus the fact I didn't have access to -to face-to-face services so most of what I know about Parkinson's was kind of like self-taught and internet research which is where the Fox Foundation was really helpful, Parkinson's UK, Cure Parkinson's. There's there's some good support networks around with facts and information. But mm. um, it was quite daunting going into COVID, you know, with with a diagnosis within four or five months and not knowing if I'm vulnerable, am I extremely vulnerable? Cause
2: mm. Yeah, scary times. I know you said earlier you were diagnosed with early onset. Yes. How old were you? when you were diagnosed 47 47 and there's
1: 6000 of us in the UK who are diagnosed under 50
2: so there's anyone under 50 it's very rare isn't yeah. it
1: yeah and I've I've heard cases because um, through f- sport there's some guys I've met who've been diagnosed in their, like, 30s now. So, you Bloody know, hell. yeah, I know, that's what I thought as well. Scary. I mean, Michael J.
2: Fox got diagnosed when he was 29. So. Oh, really? Oh, and I
0: didn't know that.
2: Is that because research has got better or because there, there's, uh, you know, Parkinson's is sadly growing and well, more it, people it's, are
1: being... It's the, it's the largest growing neurologi- neurological condition in the world now. So I think oh, wow. I think awareness is out there, but I think the awareness piece has grown since Michael J. Fox has kind of been a figurehead for it. Yeah. Because mm. until then, it had, there hadn't been anyone who you'd associate, certainly from our generation.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, he, he is the go-to. He's the person I think of. He's like Absolutely. an ambassador for the, the, yeah. for the season. I mean,
1: was. when you think of people now, there's obviously like Paul Sinner from The Chase, yeah. Jeremy Paxman, as we talked yeah. about, Ozzy Osbourne, Billy yeah. Connolly. But again, there's nobody who's our age. Parkinson's affects 145,000 people in the UK, but there's only 6,000 who would fall into the young onset bracket. Yeah.
0: So have you met many people who had the young onset?
1: I've got involved with um, Fighting Fit Football Club, who we train over at Watford's training ground at Colney. Brilliant facilities. And Watford Mm. are diamonds. They let us train there for nothing as part of their outreach project.
0: Fantastic. But I've met
1: some really... uh, some guys who are really close friends now through the community part of that and then through that we've played football against Um, teams from up north and teams from Wales Mm. and bizarrely I'm I'm an ambassador for access and disability through work and on one of the conference calls was one of the guys I played football with in Wales who worked for the Uh, bank but we didn't know we played for so Uh, he's a similar sort of age as as I am it's quite good that I mean I've got this network of friends who I'd never have met if I didn't have Parkinson's Mm. and they're real good people and the only thing in common is we've got Parkinson's
0: well, yeah, it sort of makes you realise that there is always. It sounds awful, but there's. It's always someone worse always, off. There's always. Well, yeah, there is absolutely. But also, regardless of what it is that you're dealing with, there's there's always positives. There's a positive to find in everything. That, and
1: that's that's right. And you know, you know some people might think of that as just words, but it's so true.
0: It's extremely true, and actually, it's one of those steps to accept. Well, accept. Like I think I may, may have mentioned us on the pod before. I think one of the hardest things in life is is learning acceptance for the things that affect you the most. And it's extremely difficult, mm. but one of the most rewarding things that you can do to to somehow find acceptance in your circumstances that you don't have that much control over.
2: The objective of the podcast is exactly that, right? It's, mm. it's about going to him, going to people, and talking about mm. your experiences and. Yeah and it would be good to hear from you how the demographic of of those people, is it, is it mainly men? Did you access these groups in order to help you mentally deal with your diagnosis and to understand the path forward for you seeing people that are further down their journey so you could see where your journey may end up?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like a mixture of the two things. I mean, I've told Alan that I had a bit of a sliding door moment. I've been using CBD oil which is really good for the joint pains and um some of the relaxation part of it. And I've got got to the start of the year and I was seriously tempted to start smoking weed again because it's got really good beneficial parts to it. So I spoke to one of my dear friends who he's moved up to Scotland now because his wife's got multiple cirrhosis. Oh, bloody hell. So what they did is they've sold up, moved up to Scotland, and he's a full-time carer now. Absolutely cracking lad. He's he's heavily into smoking weed. Mm. Uh, he, he was going to sort me out somebody who d- dealt with their homegrown, uh, who I knew, mm. but his words to me were, Nick, before you think about it, this stuff is addictive. And I thought about that and dwelled upon it and didn't go through with the transaction which I was mm-hmm. going to do. I, I've, I've still got the guy's phone number in my phone, mm. and... He contacted me about a week after I'd spoken to my mate. I just said, I'm not going to do it at this stage, but thanks for getting in contact with us. Mm. And that's when I thought... So the exercise part of it, I could occasionally circuit train, but I couldn't train all the time. Mm. But that's when I thought, well, what what am I into? So I got into the football. And the guys over... The guy that runs the football team over at St Albans, he won the um, FA coaching community outreach project of the Uh. year. Absolute diamond bloke, Nick. Welcomed us under his wing. We play um, Monday nights over at Watford's training ground and Mm. for for a couple of hours every week, I forget I've got Parkinson's.
0: That's beautiful. Love
1: that. But the nicest bit about it as well is because I'm amongst kindred spirits, we talk about, oh, what drugs are you taking? Are you do, do you take right. much simonate? Are you on Requip?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, you have conversations with people that I don't normally have conversations with. Mm, mm. and
2: Who understand as well. Who, who, who get they? exactly yeah. what we're going mm.
1: through. And it's blokes talking as well, which... Yeah. Matt, who's our coach, he doesn't suffer from Parkinson's, mm. but he's a, he's a fantastic guy, and he said it's all about men talking, and we talk mm. about football. And I mean, four of the lads are off at the at the Belfry to this today, playing oh, wow. in the um, Parkinson's World Golf Tournament. Oh right. wow! So four, two of the guys from my team are representing England.
0: Bloody hell!
1: So it's he, yeah. good and sports. Parkinson's Sport or Sport Parkinson's have got this big outreach project to try and mm. get people involved. This year at Worcester Rugby Club, it was about all sports. So mm. one of my eldest came along with us and her boyfriend to have a look at what was going on, and mm. I did Tai Chi and Yoga in the afternoon, oh, which wow. I would
0: never have normally have done. No. How did you find the Tai Chi? I, I loved, loved it. Tai chi. Yeah, it was really good. Proper Jedi shit, that is. He, he's
2: proper. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've never tried it.
2: Never. I've done yoga. Oh I've, mate. I've always got a lot out of yoga. It's
0: fucking mental. Tai
2: Chi. Yeah. Never tried it. I, I mean, you normally see older people doing it in yeah. parks. In London quite often, don't you? Just yeah. in the middle of the hustle and bustle. We're still talking about Tai Chi. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or smoking weed. I don't yeah. know if we're <laughs> back on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably both. Yeah, feel, feel
0: <laughs> both. I, I, I remember me and Nicola did Tai Chi once at Centre Parks years ago before we had the kids. And they did some sort of exercise where I was, like, stood in front of her and then we I don't know, we'd done something. And then she was behind me with her hands and her hand was nowhere near my Steady. back. <laughs> yeah, her hand was p- tightly placed up my anus. Now, her hand was right- <laughs> Well, you know, you've got to try these things. and um, Once. Once, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> never again. And walk right since. Try everything once, yeah. except Morris dancing, uh, isn't it?
1: One uh, of the other f- side effects is my memory loss, which obviously I'd have remembered that anecdote yeah.
0: five years ago. <laughs> yeah. so, sorry um, about that. But she had her hand sort of like not near my back, so I'd never have known it was there. And then you had to say where her hand was every single time. We're, st-
2: we're still talking about Tai Chi, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, oh, sorry. In, in case you've forgotten that. Yeah, bit. we're not talking about fisting anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: That's right, uh, okay. Yeah. Or yeah. um, well, we can talk about fisting. Uh but i don't think it's you know it's on
1: it's that's not on the one of the things that parkinsons uk recommends oh isn't it no
0: oh, that's a shame i was hoping you were going to talk about that quite a lot no
1: i've i've left those days behind <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so i read in the beginning and i don't know whether it's like a, a symptom of parkinsons or a reaction to the news of getting Parkinson's but there's a large incidence of depression. Yes. Now is that to do with Parkinson's or is it as a like a, a natural reaction to it if you see what I mean? So it could be a bit of, a
1: bit of both right. because if you look at some of the symptoms of Parkinson's within itself depression, yeah. anxiety, which all lends itself to what non Parkinson's people would have with mental health issues. Yeah. There's that side of the coin with Parkinson's, as well as the physical a- attributes. What's it called when you can't be asked with things? Oh, uh, apathy. Apathy. Yeah. That, that, you know, I, I couldn't be asked to. What it was called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but apathy's another one of them, and I've, I've been very fortunate that I've not had any of those symptoms. I mean, I've had down days, but when I when I feel like I'm having a down day, that's when I try to do something or. Mm. Just get out, go for a walk, and you know, like mindfulness, like yeah. just appreciating the brown trees at the moment, and yeah. smelling the air, and just little things like that. Little what what we used to call little little. I, th- I believe the kids call it hacks these days. Hacks. Life hacks. Life hacks. Life hacks yeah. 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 We, we yeah. used to call it tips, didn't we? Tips. B- tips. Yeah. Tips. Yeah. Just. Yeah. B- 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 top b- tips. Top tips. Yeah. Yeah. Just immersing yourself in. What's around you? But do you the do you
0: think though that like with the whole mindfulness thing and appreciating for want of a better way of put it, just nature and the colour of things and the smell of things? I actually think because I, I love mindfulness honestly genuinely. I didn't know that. It's it's got me through
2: like it's grounding, isn't it? Oh, I I, I, absolutely I like grounding. Love so listen, it. What can you hear? What yeah. can you smell? What yeah. can you see? You just you just focus on on those three things. Yeah if i can't sleep that's that's the immediate thing i start doing i love it what can i smell what can i hear yeah what can i see it, it's it, clever it's
1: so good and so I've, I've looked into mindfulnesses which is one of the things again to help with with sleep because um mm. radio does it to a certain degree but then you get really into some things on the radio and you then you become immersed in it and then like, you can become obsessed with things as well. That's an obsessive oh, really? You know, obsessions can be part of um, oh. Parkinson. So th- there's a thing called punding. I don't know if you've oh, heard
0: yeah. of it. Punding? Either. Punding?
2: Never heard of punding. This is when you can
1: be obsessed with, over ridiculous things. Oh. So, like, um, when I first got diagnosed, oh. for, I bought a Panini sticker book for 2019. Become became obsessed with finishing it. Just ridiculous. Oh, wow. and, and, and that's one of the things where they look about your drugs about obsessive behavior because yeah. you, you can be obsessed gambling wise. So I'm, I'm lucky I've never been a gambler. I'm, mm. I used to do like the fixed odds on the football coupon, but the only thing I do now is uh, do the super six predictor scores. But oh, I, don't, yeah. I never have a bet on it. So, but I don't have any betting apps on my phone just in case. Mm. Prevention being better than cure. Yeah. And you can be obsessed with. Um, Sex, oh, that's really? one of the things, you can become really like, obsessed with it and focus on, on sex, gambling as I say, all sorts of things that you can become oh. obsessed with, you can become, and it's part of, part of the side effects of some of the drugs.
0: So is it part of Parkinson's as well as the drugs or is it the drugs that's doing that? So the drugs fuel
1: that, but you need the drugs to take away some of the other parts Oh of right, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's
2: some... Not, like a byproduct. Yeah, Yeah. so
1: it's hence why we're finding the graphic equaliser of what works. Yeah, I've been very lucky, as I say. Some people can take years to find their medication, but mm. I can do most things. Since 2019, I've missed one football match because I just didn't feel well enough to go, mm-hmm. which I'm quite pleased with. Yeah. So I yeah. try not to let it beat us, and I've not had a day off work sick with Parkinson's, so I pride myself on that as well. It's something that gets me out of bed in the morning when it's I'm... It's all bo- about
0: wins, isn't
1: it? It is. When it's 50-50, yeah. I'm not giving in to it. I'm going to go to work today. Yeah, yeah. And you can imagine my how I feel when somebody rings up with a cup I feel like saying, well, I've come to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I know it's not about comparing. It's like that's what keeps me going on the work front because I want to keep working as long as I can because that's important for my mind, the Mm. respect piece of going out to work to earn money to do what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's really important to us as well. But these compulsions are, are something which you read about, but you don't think it could happen to you.
0: Well, I guess you wouldn't see it happening, would you? No. Because it would seem like a right decision to make
1: exactly and to so start doing this. I, I thought it was completely rational completing the 2020 Tour de France Panini sticker book yeah. <laughs> oh it
0: was the Tour de France
1: I, I, after I completed the football one I thought the Tour de France one would be the one I didn't I did
0: even take. know you could do that I didn't even know that no was I a told thing.
1: her some from France um, <laughs> oh god it's just ridiculous <laughs> I, I, I completed the <laughs> oh, collection I was, you know it's yeah. just things like that which, oh
0: bloody hell then you
1: take a step back on a normal damn thing that isn't normal A to be collecting stickers at the yeah. age of 48 yeah. B to be collecting collecting french you know just silly things like that and you can get lost going down, down a warrant a rabbit hole will you? yeah will yeah you just go down and you just one day think what am i doing
2: it, it, it is those wins again though isn't it you're completing a sticker book you're ordering from france because there's a goal at the end of it yeah right? so yeah. It, it keeps you
0: focused there's a bit of a buzz
2: and and i'm sure like anyone listening now and and al i, I know you will at some point over the next few weeks months whatever you'll start questioning some weird habit, you Well, do you know what, into? right? I'm just <laughs> thinking about my,
0: I'm just thinking about my Funko collection. Do you know what Funkos are? No. So this <laughs> is pretty sad for a 51 year old man. But I sort of collect Funko Pops. They're these like little sort of like figures. <laughs> God, this is awful. And they got those big
1: uh, big heads. Yeah, they with the big heads. But like I did the Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, I, I've yeah. seen them because when the Pet Shop Boys were released, they did the ones with the traffic cones on them. Oh. Head. And Danny, my mate Danny yeah. from school, sent me the link. To, I, I know exactly what you mean now. Yeah. I, I didn't, didn't know that's what they were called.
0: And the thing is, I'll only buy certain ones. So if we're out somewhere and there's one of those like gadget shops, or one of those like man cave type shops, I'll go in and see if they've got any cheapo Funkos. <laughs> but I'll only buy certain ones. So, for instance, I've got an obsession with... Because I really love the film Dune. Because going back to the last podcast, we were talking about grief. I was saying about how my dad was... I don't know if I even said that in the podcast. I can't remember now. But uh, my dad, that was his favourite book. Right. So he used to read it once a year. And I always remember we discussed... Because when the Dennis Villeneuve film was going to come out, I, was, I always wanted to go and see it with dad. But it came out after he passed away, oh. I believe. And I know he would have loved it. And so now... I've actually collected all of the House Atreides. So So I've got Paul Atreides, Duke Leto Atreides, Jessica and Duncan Idaho.
1: So is there any more that you can get, like, spin-off from
0: it? You can get Baron Harkonnen, but I don't know. I don't want to get baddies. (laughs) (laughs) That that in itself is the sort
1: of conversation I have in my head. Yeah. You know, so... It's I,
0: like... It's, it's sort of like... I, I've got... I've, so I've got House of Atreides. I've got a, a character from the Umbrella Academy, number five. Captain Kirk sitting in his chair. Oh, I've got uh, most of the characters from Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: You've, you've got an elaborate
0: collection then. Yeah, but they have to...
1: Yeah. Do you month.
0: think I've got Parkinson's? I,
2: I, I it, <laughs> they have this, to this be. Is, in. I've, I've, I've never heard him talk. You've about seen this. my desk
0: though, haven't you? I've got all my Funkos on my desk, and I keep all the boxes because I don't best? know. will be
2: worth something in a
1: few years. Well, this is can. the thing
0: because I don't know what to do with the boxes. Because if you ever want to sell one,
1: you need to keep the box.
0: Yeah. Have, have you? You've seen my desk though, haven't you? With my Funkos on We're it. Here. No, at
2: home. At home. Yeah. I haven't really looked on your desk. <laughs> oh. It's kind of come in. Go about my business. Yeah, <laughs> and fuck off. Again. Yeah, <laughs> you get a beer I'll go gonna, back I'll outside gonna, in the garden I'll, I'll again. I'm gonna have a look. Yeah, but it's relatable, isn't it? Because I, I have an odd collection. I collect, I collect bags of Haribo. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> from around I forgot the about world. That. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So I travel, a, or used to travel a lot for my job. Since the pandemic, um, not so much now you kind of want to collect something from every country you go to. Yeah. But it can get really expensive. And I love Haribo anyway. I love a bag of Haribo. And so what I do every time I go to a different country, or if I've been to the country before, I I still look for bags of Haribo because there's normally loads across Europe. I buy a bag that I've not seen before. It has to have the foreign writing on it. Um, local language, um, and um, yeah, I buy a bag for my collection, and I buy a bag that I uh, share with the kids. Ah,
1: oh, fantastic! So yeah,
2: and uh, I get obsessed with it. Exactly that. When when I'm leaving a meeting, when I'm leaving my hotel, it's right. I must factor in time to either go to a supermarket, yeah, or go and pay the. extra uh, what expensive do you think it is price. about it?
0: What 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 actually makes you want to do it? Do you reckon
2: it's the variety? So it's the variety, amazing. yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like the, you, Because you get you can get bags of Haribo, specifically in countries only. Like in France, they're the best ones ever, Orangina Haribo. Oh, you can wow. only get them in France. That sounds nice. So the, the minute we've ever gone to France, yeah. the first shop that we find, boom, in there, just empty the shelf. Because I know I'll be eating them for the whole time oh, I'm in wow. France. So I, that's what I like about it. I like that. You you can take back a, a bag of Haribo and you'll never see them on the shelves here.
1: That's interesting because, uh, bizarrely, I saw my French teacher on Saturday from secondary school. Oh wow! And he was he got me into Orangina on a French exchange trip, and I still to this day drink Orangina. That's my go-to. It's a fizzy drink which you have to shake beforehand. Yeah, yeah. I've never come across Orangina Haribo, but I'm going to, have to sort, I'm going to have to source some of that. Can you buy them on the internet, or can you have to buy them from France? I think uh, the
2: last time I saw them on eBay, they were going for about five quid a bag. Wow. Yeah. 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 You
0: could make loads of money.
2: You, well, I always eat them, though, because uh, they're so damn good. It, 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 it sounds really nice, though. I mean, Sash. I'm
0: not merely a person for sweets, but... And it's not only I'd the like orange
2: flavour in there. They do the blood orange Orangina oh, flavour in there as well. Yeah.
0: Next time you go abroad, I want you to buy me some Haribo. Haribo. How do you say it?
2: I say Haribo. Haribo. Yeah.
1: I say Haribo. It's
0: just because... Haribo. You see, Nicola says Haribo. She gets told off. But I don't know how to say it, so I just don't say it. No. I don't want to get in trouble.
2: We've had this uh, ongoing argument in my house about Mario. right? Because I say Mario, my son say Mario, my daughter says Mario. Ah. Uh, and I saw the trailer for the Super Mario yeah. film the other yeah. day. And he refers to himself as Mario.
0: No. Yeah, Have you seen the trailer, Mario. though? No, I haven't. Because he's no longer Italian. Oh, no. Yeah, it's Chris Pratt's voice, and he's not Italian. And he's got Still a massive arse as well. If you look closely, he's got like a proper arse crack through his jeans. Actually, he's a very good trailer, to be honest. Uh, uh, to be fair. I'm, even I'm though he's not Italian anymore. It.
1: So last, I went I went to the cinema last week, I went and saw the latest um, George Clooney and Julia Roberts films, so they didn't oh, advertise yeah. Super Mario
0: before. I'd have said Mario. Mario. You see yeah. Mario. Super Mario.
1: So the Ambassadors of Funk, they did that record, the Super Mario Adventures, didn't they? That was in the nineties. Yeah. Super Do you
2: know do you know his surname?
1: Cart. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've no idea.
2: It's Mario. Mario Mario. Mario Mario. What's Is his, his They're the name? Mario brothers. Oh, so it's yeah. Mario, Mario, Luigi, so
0: Mario. So Luigi,
1: Mario. <laughs> it's like Gary Neville's dad.
0: Neville, Neville. Neville, Neville. Yeah. yeah.
1: What's that all about? I don't know. A severe lack of...
0: David Davis.
1: Jim Davison, Nick, Nick. Nick,
0: Nick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what one for the teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? You talk about Jim Davison. I don't know how I managed... I, I, I happened upon this obscure video of Jim Davison a couple of months ago... And apparently now I mean, he's got no career anymore, really, is he? No. But he's really into boating, like not yachts, but like you know those big fancy boats that you could probably l- not so much live on, but you could spend a lot of Sports time. Sports yachts, yeah.
1: I, I mean, when you took, I had visions of like partridge on the broad.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Waterway. <a> <laughs> <laughs> You wanker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Chocolate kettlebell. laughs> yeah. We do make a lot of partridge references in this part. Oh. Yeah, he's a uh, partridge, you wanker. <laughs> Seen the big eared boys, <laughs> the 10 foot tall chickens, and they don't know why they're 10 feet, they think they're in an aeroplane.
1: I was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I was travelling to Southwold the other day in the car yeah. and Heart Christmas had come on. Yeah. And I, I dropped a, um, a Partridge reference then because I said, I'll oh, wait till Gaudete comes on. They said, I don't know oh, Gaudete. Yeah. And then, it will rock your socks off. Do you remember? Yeah. Gaudete. Was
0: that the one he played when uh, he was, it was the one where he got off with his...
1: Is um, <laughs> that woman at the yeah, house with the, rece- with the
0: receptionist, yeah. He said... <laughs> <laughs> he said, "This is this. It'll knock your socks off." And he's got his string back gloves on for extra and, purchase. Yeah, extra purchase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. That is definitely my favourite episode. That one. <laughs> it's brilliant, yeah, isn't yeah, it's, it? Uh, oh God, I could talk is about it, partridge what, all day.
1: Very quickly about partridge. What was nice? Do you remember the guy who used to work behind the hotel reception the Linton Travel Lodge? Ben. He's now in Ted Lasso as Ted Crim, the journalist. Oh.
0: oh, yes. I think in the episode, I haven't seen much of Ted Lasso, but I have seen him in it. And he's aged quite a lot, hasn't
1: he? But he's aged. He looks good with it. He's yeah. got really long sweatback back hair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, have you not watched Ted Lasso? I'd no, I've, it's one of those get ones. Get an Apple subscription yeah. for a week. Oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't say that on there. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I binged it in two weeks. Oh, wow. And then after Kirby Enthusiasm*, which yeah. is my all-time favourite programme. that oh, is that yeah. Was... Superb. Do you watch it? Yeah.
0: Kirby? Yeah. Yeah. Have
1: you ever seen the Michael J. Fox episode? Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so funny. He was funny. living upstairs, wasn't he? Yeah, the clomping about. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like <laughs> the, the, the violin bit.
2: That's yeah, funny. I like the way that series ends when when uh, I think it's on the last episode where he borrows a uh, a, 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 a bottle of soda and he opens in it, squirts every, goes down. And he just so "Did you shake that up, Parkinsons? <laughs> yeah.
1: <Did> you, Parkinsons? <laughs> do, you, do you watch Curve? I can't remember you. Yes."
0: But it's one of those ones where I, I need to... I, I don't think I'm up to date with it.
1: Right. But, um, what would be your all-time favourite episode of Curve? God, that's a tough one. I mean, it, it, it's, it's
2: so 13 many... seasons now, isn't now, Twelve. 12 or seasons, I mm. think it is.
0: Yeah. Most of my favourite ones are like all, the old... Not that I think it's like crap my now. beloved arm. That's fra- the first yeah. one, isn't <laughs> it? That's the second
1: one. Is it the second yeah, one in
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, beloved aunt. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> I remember I saw a documentary that Ricky Rick Gervais made. He was going around interviewing all of his comedy heroes. Yeah. And Larry David is... I mean, God, isn't he? Yeah. Like, he was talking to Larry David and he was saying, basically, he said, Larry, he says what everyone else thinks. Yes. That we wouldn't dare talk about, but we want to say, but we don't.
1: What was really funny in one episode was he, he wanted to... Um not be disturbed at lunch, mm. so he bought one of those Mate America Great hats again. The <laughs> top yeah, ones, yeah. and yeah. wore it. No, everyone <laughs> cancelled on it. So he got lunch yeah. on his own. I yeah. thought
0: it was brilliant. It's oh, so, so well observed. And the beautiful thing about it is that it's, it's mostly all improvised, Probably, yeah. which only just goes to show the, the quality of that cast is incredible. It's,
2: which they get better at. Don't oh, they? absolutely. Because the early ones felt yeah. very amateur, but yeah. They, like, they,
1: like you look at like John Hamm in it he's been he was playing like in in Mocker Joe's coffee shop yeah. Oh, yeah. just wonderful oh,
2: I, I, that was I a it. great series that was the last series wasn't it yeah, Mocker Joe <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> One of the things I do like doing is obviously I listen to a lot of late night radio and mm. um, texting as Marty Funkhauser. <laughs> I did <read> my name <laughs> Martin Kellner on Talks read it out several times. Well, <laughs> well, do you
0: remember years ago we used to go on that poetry all website? poetry. Yeah, we used oh. to go, go on All Poets. We, me, me and Nick and like a few of our, I got uh, some of my other mates involved didn't yeah, I Carlos because I'm still Carlos. friends
1: with your friend Carlos even oh, though I've you? never met him through all oh, poetry oh
0: really I'm
1: friends with him on Facebook and follow him in, he's in Cornwall isn't he doing yeah he the lives in Cornwall now
0: yeah, yeah really yeah. good photography yeah, yeah he's amazing yeah he does all the drone stuff yeah.
1: Alan I must say wrote this poem it made none, no sense whatsoever and some woman said what's it about and if you read the first letter <laughs> of the, it said sticky white love piss <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I used we oh, I used to love doing that.
1: Oh, that was so funny because there
0: were so many people who didn't get that we were on there literally <laughs> to take the piss, piss. <laughs> and this was like. This must have been in the early It two... was
1: 2002, because it, yeah. was, it was during the World Cup.
0: Oh, my God. When we God. were playing in
1: Japan. So, I mean, uh, that was just for about six months. That was quite all we were oh, doing. Oh, it was brilliant, it
0: was... weren't it? Oh, it was so funny. It was hilarious. There were people, you would write a poem on there, and like Nick says, it would make like zero. I mean, you would just try and be as pretentious as possible. <laughs> and there would be these Americans that would go on there and say, yeah, I can really... Really relate to that. It's yeah. uh, it's really it's really digging into my psyche. How um, like the, the the point you made about the woman <laughs> from Coronation Street. <laughs> <and> how, <laughs> yeah, because I was talking about what's her name? Um, no, I'm shit with names. But um, there was a woman. I did a poem about a woman from an obscure character from Coronation Street. Mm-hmm. And I seem to remember, yeah, there was a lot of excitement about that, and I, yeah, it was so
1: for 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 that bubble. It was yeah. so funny, wasn't
0: it? Oh, it was hilarious. And yeah,
1: because Robo actually wrote, genuinely wrote poetry to start with.
0: Oh, is this how you knew about it? Yeah, because
1: Robo, I'm still friends with. Yeah, yeah. He um, did the odd bit of poetry, but then he obviously wrote the odd stupid bit, which yeah. is where we got involved. And yeah, um, yes, I remember they are still on the internet. If you look for them, is that is that web website still there then? Yeah, it's still very much going on because oh, wow. there, there was this poor bloke called Simonic who every time <laughs> he <laughs> totally wrote, something. I just like gothic nonsense. <laughs>
0: Because some of your comments <laughs> on some of these poems were like, oh, I were just so scathing. It was just, oh, do you know? It's funny, the things you can get satisfaction and, and enjoyment from oh, is bonkers. Honestly, it was
1: like, looking forward to reading the full draft when it's finished. It was... he <laughs> yeah. it used to give us good, good back to me. It was, it was oh. very good. It was very, that was a very funny time. That oh, was. It
0: really was, yeah. And yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because, like, 2002 doesn't seem like that long ago, but it's like years 20, years 20 years ago.
1: What? Because there was a really nice woman called Barbara. I don't know if you remember her. She used to talk to me and you all the time. Yeah. She genuine, and she said, for some reason, found us funny. <laughs> but she used to talk but to me. But not for You're... the
0: reason why we were there. No.
1: Yeah. I just wonder what happened to these people. Because they're very much like, uh, if you look at your journey of life, they're very much part of a small part of the journey. Yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah.
1: at, for, at the time, it was quite, again, obsessive to be on that side, it, wasn't
0: it? It, it? Do you know, it was, because, honestly...
2: Going back to the obsession here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. absolutely.
0: Honestly, you could... It, it was just so... It was weirdly creative, but for all the wrong reasons.
2: You'd, you'd
1: read a poem, and it would say, like, Tiger Woods getting the hole, getting the hole. <laughs> and you'd
0: just... I think, oh, Robbo <laughs> or Alan have just written a poem. I mean, sometimes you could write. It would just be, like, a three-line poem that would make... <laughs> Like, literally, <laughs> no sense. There was nothing about it that was A, enjoyable to a poetry reader or <laughs> made any kind of social commentary or any kind of comment about anything. But
1: we would be all over again. That is amazing. I yeah, love yeah.
0: That. We would all comment on each other's. That's
1: pathos. I don't <laughs> see the pathos. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd write a, a haiku on a 3 5 four format yeah. and it would just wind people
0: up. This is not a Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, I forgot how much I loved that. We
1: had so much pleasure
0: out of a yeah. free
1: website, didn't we?
0: Oh, it was brilliant. And there was all that weird, loads of, like, weird art that you could add you to did, it. You could upload to the <laughs> Yeah, it was, like, sort of weird frames no that sense, you could put on no it. no
1: sense to the poems whatsoever, did they? Yeah, I? No.
0: <laughs> And you could, like, do it in weird fonts and, and colours and stuff. And it was, like, yeah, honestly, that And then was... what
1: Robbo did, then did was he started writing his Borat. Because the Americans didn't know who Borat was at Uh, the time, and he just used to offend everyone. (laughs) Brilliant, great times.
0: Oh, God, yeah. I I forgot how much I loved that.
1: Yeah, that that was, again, like you said, it was obsessive, wasn't it? It was,
2: yeah,
0: like, honestly.
2: One of those things that takes you away from the everyday life as well, is not it? And I suppose that's another
0: thing. It was escapism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was escapism.
1: Football was on during... I remember it was during the World Cup when the games were on in the morning.
0: Yeah.
1: That, that's, why, that's why I kind of remember it being 2001, 2002, that yeah. era. So, yeah, they were good times, they were. Very yeah,
0: funny. Oh, I used to love that.
1: So, you still going to collect these... My Funkos? Your Funkos.
0: Yeah. So, there's certain ones that I want, but I don't know, I'm quite discerning about mm. which ones I want. It's like I have to have little families. You can't little... just have one. No. I don't know. I probably could just have one. Like, like I say, because I've got like number five from the Umbrella Academy. I don't think I'd want any more from the... Um, do you know who the Umbrella Academy are? Yeah.
1: They, uh, yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't be able to recognise them, but I've heard of them.
0: Yeah, so it's like a sci-fi thing based on this uh, comic book, uh, this graphic novel. It's gone to three series now, but uh, I only like really like the first series. Right. I wasn't really a fan of the rest of it. I really like number five because he's like a fifty-five-year-old man in a fifteen-year-old kid's body. He jumped ahead in time and then got trapped and then managed to find his way back, but by which time he'd been there like thirty-five years. Oh, right, so he remained in the existing. So shell. he's like, so he's got like this school uniform on and he's like, looks like a kid, <laughs> but he's like proper badass. Oh, for he, he can sort of teleport everywhere. Being a nerd, I love shit like that. I just, you know, it's... Um... I'll
1: tell you what my latest obsession was, talking of, of sessions, I wanted to find a Doobie Brothers tribute act. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I swear to you, I found there's... They're, they're called um, Doobie Dan. They play a mixture of Steely Dan and the Doobie Brothers. I'm proper Ooh. into Yacht Rock.
0: I love
2: Yacht Rock.
1: They do a bit of Hall and of Notes. And yeah. A bit of America.
2: <sighs> and when are they playing and when are we they're, going? They're playing,
1: yeah. Mal- they're playing Malden... Village Hall, yeah, in Essex, on the twenty eighth of October, but I can't make the date. No. So I've looked through. They're, they're playing Stone Market in in Suffolk on a Thursday night. Yeah. But on Friday night they're playing Whittam in Essex. I'm I'm, I'm going to go and see them because I'll, I know I'll never get to. I'll, I've always liked Steely Dan, but I've yeah. never been to see them. No. And I've recently got into the Doobie Brothers, and there's was a brilliant documentary with Katie Patrick.
0: Yes, about I saw that. About Rock. We've had this chat, haven't we? Because you've been around mine a couple of times, and I've been oh, The Yacht
1: Rock on, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Because I absolutely love yacht rock, and it's the it's a really interesting backstory.
1: It is because they've all got like troubled relationships. Yeah, and it's all really sweet, blue-eyed soul music almost. Sort of, of a degree. Well, the, the, the
0: thing that hit me the most was the fact that there's this really compelling argument that the album Thriller by Michael Jackson is actually yacht rock because most of it's written by the two, uh, either one of them or two of them, out of Toto, which messed with my brain no end. Because when you listen to those tracks that they wrote and then listen to Toto and other Yacht Rock, you think, how have I not noticed this before?
1: Now, do you know what? I listened to a bluegrass version of Africa by Toto <laughs> last week. And the way they managed to shoehorn the word Sarah again. It was just <laughs> stuff, yeah. stuff of dreams it
0: was. Yeah.
1: But yeah, oh. it's Yacht Rock, and I've gone back to, like, like in Gothic stuff. I'm really into Bauhaus again. Oh, really? Yeah. And like
0: German sort of... Kraut uh, Rock,
1: um, Bauhaus, um, Sisters of Mercy, and Reliving My Youth. Where well, I, I, I was never a goth, but no. I quite like The Mission and yeah. Fields of the Nephilim and people like that. So now, like, I can't leave the car without listening to the whole of Bella Lugosi's Dead by <laughs> Bauhaus, which is, like,
0: a nine-minute record. Do you think this is part of your Parkinson's, or do you think... Because, I to think, be honest with you, mate, I, I think that's something you'd have done before <laughs> yeah you might be onto something there it's, yeah, it's not nice to, nice to be able to badge it well because I always remember you as being someone who very knowledgeable about a lot of stuff but even more knowledgeable about some really niche stuff and I think you would have definitely done that
2: but it could that have been the, 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 the very before, early, before, early before, onset well, well of this is it because I yeah. guess you
0: don't know yeah. Um, how long the actual no, run-up to it was?
1: because one of my um, health visits said they reckon I could have had it 10 years plus and not known about it yeah. or just got on with it. You know, you just put up things, so I'm getting
2: old. They still don't know the cause. What could cause it?
1: Some say it can be caused by gut health. Others say it can yeah. be caused by knocks to the head. And I've been knocked out playing football before. Ah. At the end of the day, I almost don't want to know how, how I got it. It's just yeah. a case well, of... irrelevant, really, isn't really, it? Yeah. It is it its because... Because I've got like young onset, you don't mm. know how it's going to develop. You hear all these stories about people who have this and who have that. Mm. My dad was telling me somebody he knew he gave up his driving license with Parkinson's at ninety six. So bloody
0: hell! I'd yeah. rather cling to that story and yeah, think yeah, you know absolutely. all's going to be good in the hood. Then, and... but do they talk to you about that about prognosis? You get taught the the the, the
1: facts if yeah. you like about what you're going through, but you don't. You, that's the that's how you, it's best dealing with people like the, the guys in the football club who mm. some of you know some of have had Parkinson's for 15 years and still playing football on a Monday night and you, you, I hear story about people that have given up work upon prognosis mm. sit in front of a chair all day and don't move so mm. again. I don't know how much of that is because I choose to be active. I choose Mm. not to work. I choose, you know, like they say about like mind training and keep your brain active when you retire. I I do believe very much in in keeping the mind. I totally agree.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Do you find that you're more active since being diagnosed with Parkinson's? Yeah,
1: because I I stopped running marathons in 2014 after I was told not to run anymore. And I'd kind of let myself slip a bit. I'd go to circuit training. I'd go to spin classes. Mm. But um, I didn't have a goal to enforce yeah. that, that win, you know. And then um, when I got diagnosed, as I say, I, I went through lockdown, come out of lockdown and just needed something to do. Mm. And I thought there's got to be something else. And that's where I found football and I found yeah. all my sport and stuff. So what I want to do is before, when I've exercised heavily, I've watched what I've eaten. But I think I'm eating heavily because it's one of the compulsions. Whereas before, I would... Leave a plate when I'm I was full. Mm. I'd, I'd eat everything on the plate now, and was, mm, mm. so I'm I'm aware of it, which is part of it. I'm mm. um, I'm speaking to a guy who's a personal trainer. My next step of it is to do the level of sport that I'm doing whilst reducing calories. Yeah, because I'm I'm probably maintaining it at the moment because I'm mm. burning off what I do, mm, mm. but I, I, I want to kind of get back to my fighting weight again. Yeah. But I don't want to go too thin because one of the things you can do with Parkinson's is lose
0: your appetite, so... Do you live alone? Do you...? Yeah. I mean, how often do you see the girls?
1: Um, well, Bella's obviously at university She's away now, in Birmingham, now, so... isn't she? Yeah. And I'll see Harriet a couple of times a week. Oh. so Oh, OK.
0: So how long would you go between seeing another human, do you think? Oh,
1: well, I mean, because I'm still, like, a local counsellor, Oh, I didn't realise. Oh, yes, yeah, so I'm still, still a counsellor yeah. as well. So I, I do see people on a daily basis.
0: Oh, that's brilliant.
1: I mean, where I live, um, I'm in a, I'm in a sort of second floor flat and it's a good community around us. So we mm. all take each other's packages in and parcels oh, in. Yeah. So I do speak to people on a daily basis Yeah. and I do ring people and yeah. I've got football on Monday I'm gonna to start to sound like Craig David now. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've got for one on a Monday. Yeah. I won't talk to you about Thursday. And Friday, but,
0: uh, do you chill on Sunday? I do.
1: That's the main yeah. thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But yeah. So um, I'm, and I still like the boys I used to go out with. Yeah. I still go out now. When I went out for my birthday, we went out in the afternoon rather than the yeah. evening because I yeah. know I'd get tired in the evening. So we just kind of like make little allowances and knowing mm. what you're capable of. So I do. I do still see a lot of people, which is good mm. and. Mm. I'm good on my own, actually, mm. but I, I like bouncing off of other people as well. It's it's I guess you need a
0: balance, don't you? You need, like, you know, if you're a very self-sufficient person... Yeah. ...you're quite a people person, so you'd need that, like, nice... It's a bit, you yeah, a mixture don't of both, because, you? Yeah.
1: you know, don't get me wrong, on a on Monday night, if you said, well, what would your ideal be, it'd be, like, sat in front of Only Connect with a cup of tea. That'd mm. do me. That's, yeah. That's a, that's a good yeah. night for me. Yeah, yeah. Whereas other nights, it might be, I want to do this, I want to do that, but... Mm. Friday nights where it used to be, like, I, I used to when I was younger. If I heard the casualty music on a Saturday night, mm. I thought this is a bad time. I'm in on a Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now, if I hear that, it's like a, bit, a bit, a little bit of bliss, really. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny how you change.
2: I suppose you have to balance stuff like that out, right? Because that is part of getting old as well. Yeah, yeah. Because and that's, that's
1: I, where you get fall into the trap of not realising you've got Parkinson's syndrome because you think straight away I'm getting old. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: what's the disease and, and what is just generally getting old? Because, yeah. I mean, I used to get to five o'clock, you know, mm. going, only going back, what, maybe two or three years, mm. pre-lockdown sort of thing. It'd be five o'clock on a Friday, and I'd instantly right, beer, I want to go out, I want to be somewhere else. Now I, I look forward to five o'clock, shutting my laptop, cooking some nice food, watching a bit of TV. Yeah. I don't want to go to the pub on a Friday anymore. Because I'm gonna feel shit on a Saturday. Yeah yeah. And I've generally got something to do.
0: But I think as you get older in general, I think you begin to appreciate the simple things in life. You do. Yes. And the things that you took for granted as a kid. It's like going back to what we were saying before about the mindfulness. I think as I've got older, I've really appreciated like nature type stuff. Yeah. And I've sort of like mentioned to my family about uh, you know, when I get like proper like I'm 60, 70, I'd like to go bird watching.
2: Now yeah, I, don't, I don't think yeah, I don't think
0: I'd want to do it now. Yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> but I just find I wouldn't say I'm one for like you know watching because I never watch wildlife documentaries and that's only because I can't stand it when I see animals getting hurt I can't bear it
1: I thought you were going to say you can't stand David Attenborough uh, I, yeah, he's, I
0: mean he's scumming it <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah I mean sub-human. God. yeah he's subhuman scum yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um, no I just think as you get oh, I've sort of like it's like I really love clouds now I just absolutely love watching the clouds. Mm. and I also do this, there's this new thing that I do. I wouldn't say I'm obsessed with it, but it's new thing I do because um, I was taught how to take uh, longer exposure pictures with my phone, my iPhone.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So I can you can take really good pictures of, like, the sky, even when you're not in a dark sky area, so you can see a lot more stars. So what's stars. the hack
1: here then? You press the. F-
0: f- you stick it so that it does like a 10-second exposure, which is the most you can do. Yeah. Make sure you keep it as, as um like still as possible, <clears throat> and then uh, you have to. Oh crikey! I'm going to get this wrong now. But I think what you do is you turn down the brightness, turn up the contrast. I might have that wrong. I know what I'm doing when I'm doing it. It's like muscle memory. But you can see so many, much more stuff. Oh,
1: that's good. Yeah. I, I'll I've have got, to work it to, out. I was going to say I could uh, Google that and find out how you do that. Then. I, yeah. did, I didn't know He's that was a It's fascinating, though. Yeah.
0: Um, because you can see, like, you know, because obviously around here, it's, it's not exactly like dark skies, is it? But you can see so much more. I do agree
1: with you. I mean, like yesterday, before I, I went to football yesterday, and we went to look for... Lock Keepers Cottage, where they used to have the big oh, breakfast yes, house. Oh yes, that's
0: near there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we went for a walk along the canal bank in in, in Hackney. Yeah. And it was beautiful, you yeah. know. And you just take into, you know, there's the boats and there's yeah. the leaves are turning brown and autumn for me is my always been my favourite yeah. um season and it's not just for the the colours, it's the smells. Yeah. It just taking it all in is really nice and yeah. Uh, yeah i'm very lucky where where i am i've got i'm surrounded by trees and they're, and they're turning brown and reds now and yeah. uh, just t- looking in and just not taking that for granted just taking stock of what's around
0: it's lovely when you suddenly realize that stuff as an adult yeah it's a really special thing you could never try and sell that
1: no because if Cause
0: you, you're never going to be able to get it across are you
1: so really? you know, you can imagine. So what you're telling me is to stop and look at a tree. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's a tree, isn't it? You, yeah. you can hear the conversation already. Yeah, but yeah. You've got. It's almost like anything. You've got to want.
0: You've got to be open to it. Open,
1: that's the word, yeah. open, definitely.
2: Yeah. I think you're less distracted the older you get, aren't you? Because you, you've done so much more, you've got more life experience Yeah, and, you know, you, you realise that your clock's ticking and you know, especially if, if you've been diagnosed with something or yeah. if you've, mm. you know, like I had a stroke, I'd definitely look at the world in a different yeah. place now because yeah, of yeah. that. And I think there's certain certain segues to, to make you mm. think like that. Yeah. And cer- certainly for me being ill I was bet. one yeah i know what you mean I, I used to hate anything that wasn't summer nah. yeah exactly. it wasn't a season for me but yeah. yeah certainly going into autumn and winters now i, I like them for what they are yeah you know? the, the changing of the colors yeah uh, when winter comes in though those cold nights when you're you're in and you're under a blanket because we had a good summer this year as yeah, well it was, bonkers, right? it, was, it? it was hot every yeah. day you could have a barbecue yeah. every day yeah. it was great so you got your good feel of summer so i would for the first time I think for a long time ever since I was a kid because I love winter as a kid because my birthday's in January and you get Christmas mm. and mm. So you love the season for the wrong reasons but mm. yeah certainly this year I'm really looking forward to winter yeah. looking forward to getting the thicker jumpers on and yeah, it's
0: yeah. All the, but it's the whole thing it's like Scarves. yeah yes. I prefer like winter clothes and autumn clothes and I do summer clothes really you laugh
2: with me it's like
0: <coughs> the amount
1: of candles in my, my lounge just like um, the Sistine <laughs> Chapel but it's like lighting <laughs> candles and they just bring it in a peace yeah you
0: know
1: and it's yeah serenity c- conscious of them and yeah. uh in, in my bedroom i've got like um because sleep is a problem i try, mm. to, try to make it as relaxed I've, is it a humidifier
0: oh yeah
1: and i've got two kind of like lava lamps and i've got a yeah. screen projector oh, of wow. the northern lights
0: oh bloody hell so
1: it, all little things again yeah. it just help you know like you're saying looking at the clouds i can lie back on my bed and just look at the northern lights and it really helps me oh that's
0: lovely what a lovely idea
1: 30 quid off of Amazon best 30 awesome. quid I've ever spent that was
0: what did you say do you connect it up to your phone or something you oh.
1: can, you connect it it's on one of those wires you know like um, that connecting to an Apple plug yeah you just get one of those and it connects in Aye. you can have different colours red, purple blue and green yeah I always put the smooth, chill music on in the background and yeah. uh, I'm away with the fairies. Oh, it's lovely, that. Most people say I'm away with the fairies during the day, <laughs> but it just helps I me I think that's lovely. I think
0: that's such a lovely idea. Yeah, it just helps. Yeah, uh, I mean, Daisy, my eldest, she listens to she listens to Rain every night. She can't go without it. So on the odd occasion where I've turned the Wi-Fi off as a punishment to Freddie, um, it's really pissed her off. Well, she's a bit uni now, but it's really pissed her off Ooh, ooh, you, can't, you just can't turn it off because it affects my rain sounds. I can't.
1: <laughs> oh, it's funny because rain sounds are one of the things on my Spotify that I get recommended all the time. Yeah. So rain. rain. Sounds, yeah. God,
2: I couldn't think of anything worse. I was learning about something yesterday actually. I've not listened to it yet, but yeah. because I've had to stop sleeping with earplugs, oh, i had yeah. an ear issue recently, so I need to stop. And I've slept with earplugs for about seven years. I can't bear any sort of noise, mm. but I kind of need something that drowns out any individual noises yes. because it's those that make me up, like someone starting their car or something oh, you know? yeah. so i suggested to um my cousin actually uh, maybe i should try white noise and she said try brown noise it's not much it's a no
0: isn't that like a thing where isn't the brown noise well it's an urban myth but it's supposed <laughs> to be like the noise
2: like that makes you shit but, but <laughs> I don't know.
0: That's I, I right might be having
2: you on. So, like, she, she's she's quite spiritual when oh, right. in, into stuff like that. Brand so noise. I don't think she is. But yeah, she said it's a, a much lower frequency. <laughs> <It laughs> might be? That she's
1: not a scat perfectionist.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, don't I'm you know. a scat now. Skip. Skip. Skip.
1: Have have you done the Scatman John episode yet?
0: So I read also, well, having watched that Jeremy Paxman um, documentary, he was saying about how you can get really vivid dreams. Yeah. yeah. But, like, really detailed.
1: Yeah, whereby I've not had the really, really vivid ones. You know Mm. where you see something out of the corner of your eye? Mm, mm. I'm getting more of those, but Mm. I'm of mind. Well, I know that it's my mind playing tricks. Yeah, yeah. Bit like if you hear the toilet door bang, you know it's a bit of wind. Yeah,
0: so yeah. You can rationalise. I can it.
1: rationalise it, but <clears throat> I've heard stories from people who have gone past the stage where they don't know if it's real or not real, which oh, could be. Really is just hallucinations? Is yeah, it?
0: yeah. Because you can get the hallucinations as well as the really vivid dreams. So, if you start getting hallucinations, what what's the method of living with that, or can you do something with your medication? Yeah, and,
1: yeah. And then you up, up the medication for something, and then it affects something else. Yeah, and like, then you get more side effects. And it's as I keep saying, it's like that graphic equalizer yeah. amongst the drugs, just trying to get find your level. So
0: because the, the little old fella that was on there, he was saying about his vivid dream. He said, "She goes, oh, will tell him about his your vivid dream," and he said. Oh, he said, "Yeah, I was um, drilling a hole in some ice, and he said it had to be seven mil wide, <laughs> um, opening out to twenty-one mil or That's something." The obsession kicking in. Yeah, yeah, it was like dream? really, yeah. really yeah. specific measurements that he was yeah. he was doing. It's, it's bonkers, isn't it? The human mind. I'm glad they
1: didn't ask me about my reoccurring dream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is it? <laughs>
1: could not possibly comment. <laughs> <laughs> and it, oh,
0: and the other thing was about the fatigue, but we've sort of covered that. Yeah, fatigue we?
1: is that's probably my number one yeah. syndrome along with the the pain. But um, I sometimes go to sleep in my lunch hour, which is good. Work are really good oh, about is it. it.
0: Do you find it easier to get going after that? Then
1: it gives me a bit of a kickstart. Oh, the excellent! Because how on that? Yeah, he's fishing. I'll take my drugs at seven am. Mm. And they see me through to about twelve. I keep going till about half twelve, and then I'll go half one, half twelve to half one. of my lunch, but i would typically go to sleep for half an hour of it. And it does me, it does me the world of good. My patch prior to lockdown was as far south as White, Whitechapel, yeah, far east as Clacton. So I covered all of Essex and East London. So mm. I'd be out all day, and I'd be on the train or in the car like at Mark's Tay coming back from Colchester my eyes would be like "Oh." so I'm quite pleased that I work from home it's, it does me the world of good and it helps me manage my condition. Do you have to go in ever though? I don't actually. That's fantastic. I can can do. I'm I'm going to go into Old Broad Street which is one of our offices in Liverpool Street in a few Mm. weeks time but Mm. uh, I haven't had to. Um, Mm. We've got an office um, in Stevenage that I can work out of if I wanted to but I I don't feel the need to. I've got everything set up at home and um, and like the other day um, I literally couldn't sleep so I started work at half four in the morning and was able to plough through to about eight o'clock, and then that was funny enough. I, when I started to feel tired, so I just the mm. you know, boss had known you can see when I'd been online. I just mm. said, oh, I'm going to go back to sleep for uh, put Alan Brazil on for 10 minutes. So I'm fast <laughs> <class> asleep, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. But if I'd gone out to the office, I wouldn't have been out to start work to eight o'clock. I'd have been twiddling mm. my thumbs, mm. not been mm. out of sleep, and I'd have been wrecked before I even started the day. And yet, the other night, I had seven and a half hours sleep like that.
0: Fantastic, oh, yeah, I'd love, I'd love that, day, yeah. I'd love
1: oh, on that. my Fitbit, it measures my sleep, and other, I slept seven and a half hours. And Admittedly, I'd, I'd had a couple of drinks before. And I, I'm not advertising the fact that drink helps, but
0: uh, well, I don't know. I think everything in moderation is a bit all of neck all right. oil, and yeah, jobs are absolutely. good, absolutely. Yeah, if you fancy, you're fancy, you've
2: got to live, haven't you? It yeah, must. too, right? But and, yeah. and is that something you have to um also be kept like like the gambling, you know, prevention?
1: Oh, what, alcohol.
2: Alcohol, yeah. Is is there a, an addictive nature to to your condition? Not with alcohol. Not with alcohol.
1: The worst bit about getting drunk, it, not, without being ridiculous, is like, being able to unbutton <laughs> my flies
0: if I'm oh, out. Oh yeah.
1: Getting to the toilet on time. It's, so I, uh, you know, buying jeans with button
0: flies.
1: Mm, yeah, it's a no-no, isn't it? It's a bit of a no-no, and mm. like, some mornings I, I mean, I do. If I'm going to like a meeting, I would normally wear a suit. But there's some mornings where I've literally had to wear jogging bottoms because I've not been able to do my, j- my trousers up. Yeah. But six days out of seven, I've I've not got a problem with that. Mm-hmm. and It doesn't even bother me in the slightest. It's it's just so weird. Yeah. You get
2: over to the US and get some of those uh, stretchy waistband jeans. Oh, they
1: they all live in them, don't yeah,
2: they? Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. That's their... What's put that Marks up, and
0: Spencers <laughs> make?
1: What's that? What's that called? Saint Michael.
0: Michael. No, no, the the men's clothes like the for people that have. They, do they all
1: look like extras from Howard's Way? The people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um,
0: what is that called? <laughs> Blue. Blue Harbour. Blue Harbour. Yeah, get some Blue yeah, harbors like Ken Masters Yeah, somebody it's a, off of the O'needin line.
1: <laughs> look I'm trying to look wrong. <laughs> bright yeah. green, those budgy green trousers. And, and a
0: pipe, like that.
1: Yeah. You've got to be like of a certain poshness to wear bright tr- coloured trousers. Have you? I think so, yeah. you
0: basically got to be, uh, what's his name? Portillo. Yeah, Portillo really, haven't you? I mean, he gets away with it, doesn't he? Ken Masters from... Howard's Way. Howard's Way, yeah.
1: I think you've got to be a, a certain... I don't, I don't know. Is it wealth, inherited wealth, or
0: arrogance? I think it's a bit of it all, If actually. I
1: wore bright green trousers down the old town when I was younger, I'd have got a kick in. <laughs> I wouldn't have got a boat.
2: <laughs> You'd have
0: got a kicking in the boat, wouldn't you? Yeah,
2: you would have got a kicking in the boat. Yeah. It would go down to what shoes you had on with them, I think. Uh, if you had some proper nice... Kickers, deck shoes, yeah, <laughs> old deck shoes. Then you you would have got away with the drills, yeah, espadrilles. No oh, socks, no socks. No. Miami, no socks.
1: Vice. No. Miami Vice, Miami
2: no. yeah.
0: Vice. Oh my god! I mean, my look was basically Miami Vice in the sixth form at school. Right, so... tee,
2: <laughs>
1: t-shirt.
0: Mate, t-shirt. Mate, your look, your look still is, yeah, Miami Vice t-shirt. in the summer. <laughs> 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 t-shirt. These sort of like trousers, a bit like this, actually. Uh, um, like flecked ones from L- Foster's L- Yeah, 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 flecked <laughs> Flecked trousers um, Espadrilles And then I had my hair completely slicked back Like Sonny <laughs> Crockett oh. With a, just a little bit sort of like pulled forward Beautiful And my arms would be pulled up Oh yeah, the, jacket. like huddle
1: and waddle
0: That's it, yeah Diamond, light.
1: diamond yeah, lights Diamond yeah, lights,
0: yeah. yeah, the diamond lights era Because you,
1: you're a lot younger than us, aren't you, Nick?
2: Uh, yeah, massively young <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No yeah. <laughs> I'm 40 so,
0: yeah, so it's. So you're fifty, and I'm fifty-one. But
1: people
0: referencing things who are in the sixties, I'd know what they're talking about. So I yes, just but the thing is with with um, Mr. Cat is that all my references, no, none of my references have ever fallen flat with things I've spoken to you about because you always somehow you always know what I'm talking about. Yeah,
2: like I think when my I talk about lie stuff. about my
0: age, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> ten years old. Yeah. yeah. But um, yes, yeah, it's, it's like it's weird because I mean, there's people like I work with because I work in IT. There's a lot of like talk of like sci-fi and things like that. Yes, it, and so there's people who are younger than me uh, who I work with who s- know far more stuff that was going on when I was. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's a funny old thing. It, I think it sort of depends on your I don't know how you sort of grew up and stuff and what your you know. What I your grew up on towards.
1: it. Ain't <laughs> mum, and. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. I watched some of that back the other day, and you know what? It was still written very well, but they can't obviously repeat it. No,
0: they'd never be able to show it now, would they?
1: No. And um, I watched a really good documentary on YouTube where it was watched by the eyes of two youngsters. Yeah. And ninety percent of it was funny, and it was. It wasn't until Windsor David, Windsor Davis, called Melvin Hayes a puff. <laughs> yeah. That they had to. That they were
0: offended by it. It was really weird. Yeah, it's weird. What's what's that one um, where it was the white family living next door to the black family? Love thy neighbor. Love thy neighbor. I mean, that that would never get made now, would it?
1: My argument for that was, I'm not
0: condoning it
1: in any But the the black guy always come out on top. Yeah. The white bloke was the butt of the joke. Yeah, yeah. He was the guy from EastEnders, wasn't it?
0: That's it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. Patrick, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. I can't remember his real name, but yeah.
0: He's got like a really cool real name, isn't he? Something Rudolph. Like, Rudolph. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fine actor. Yeah, he's superb.
2: Really good actor. Yeah. He's done a few things. Finn Thin Blue Lion, he was great in that as well. Yeah. Yes, yeah. He, was. Yeah. he was. Brilliant. He never yeah. seems to
0: age, really. No. You know, he's fine you know.
1: actor. Yeah. Yeah, so I sort of digress on it, Ain't hot, mum because we were trying to find obscure cover versions of 1970 sitcoms. <laughs> yeah. and some blokes playing out on their guitar, really serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, the theme tune? Me, Dan He's playing on a guitar and it's
0: shocking. Oh, my God.
1: What gets, <laughs> like, what gets people out of bed makes me laugh. He obviously wanted to get out of bed and record a yeah, cover what? version of the A9
0: Popmobile. How but. would that ever occur to you? I, d- I don't know. He was a young guy as well. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Uh, it's a bit like me and you trying to record the theme tune to Hancock's Half Hour. Or well, Yeah. I'll tell you what I did watch that made me laugh the other day. Have you ever seen the Marx Brothers *A night at the opera? No. When there were about 400 people going to a cabin
2: on a boat. (laughs) My my middle name is after the Marx Brothers. Is it? Yeah. Because uh, my parents didn't know what middle name to give me, so they said whatever's on the TV when they get me home from the hospital. Yeah. That would be my middle name. So what is your middle name? Mark.
1: Oh, where were we before that? I was, uh,
2: we
0: were talking about Ain't uh, Half Hot Mum. You Marks were, talking, and we were about... talking about the
2: Marks
1: Brothers. Marks oh, yeah, brothers. the brothers. I'll have to send you the clip because yeah. it's probably about 110 years old. Yeah. But they're just piling into this cabin. And they're in a the cabin and then the cleaner comes in and then the cook comes in and then all of a sudden they open the door and they all just fall out. And it's just so beautifully basic and funny. Yeah. But, yeah. Matt, I've started getting into... And understanding some of the old humour now.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't get um, Charlie Chaplin. I really don't understand that.
0: Harold Lloyd is a bit more accessible, I think. Very funny. Really clever, like proper stunts, like back in the day where there was Cause no. Because there was that
1: bit when he used to hang from the clock, the, the wasn't clock it? face, yeah,
0: and yeah. and the, the hat. I think it was hanging from the hands, wasn't he? That's think. right, on the hands of the clock. And in those days, obviously, there'd be no safety equipment. I mean, this would be game over if anything 19, were wrong. Did
1: you Nineteen ten, twenties,
2: 20s, twenties, probably. Something yeah, like that. so like really a, clever, a silent movie type. Yeah, it was. Yeah, skips, It used yeah. to come
0: on like at tea time how when how I was ooh, a kid. Lord. That's it. Yeah.
1: It's really hard to do comedy these days. Cause it's hard, isn't it? That's why, why
2: Frankie Boyle gave up the TV, didn't he? Yeah. Because he just kept getting in trouble.
1: I'll tell you what I think is clever. That Diana Charlie thingy from The Last Resort
0: writes it. Oh, um... Kunk. Kunk. Yeah, Philomena Kunk. Think- yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. Absolutely brilliant. She's a superb actress. Yeah, she she's is great. so good, yeah. isn't she? Yeah, she was brilliant in Afterlife.
1: I've never... Seen... Oh, yes, yeah, of course I've seen yeah. her in Afterlife. Yeah. That's Netflix, isn't yeah. it?
2: Yeah, she's great in that motherhood as well. Oh. I love that one. She's she,
1: great. She's
0: very clever, isn't she? Yeah. Very shy woman, actually. If you see her on things, like being herself, right. very, very shy. But
1: When she gets into characters...
0: Oh, she's brilliant.
1: I didn't realize they I'd done that, because I'd watched the Britain series, and then yeah. I just started watching the... Kunk. on Earth. Kunk <laughs> on Earth,
0: yeah.
1: And some of the things that she tackles are really taboo and subjects. I, and
0: I love... They have all these, like, experts who aren't in on it, right, most of the time. It's so well done. They None of them take offence because they can see if they think that she's who she's portraying herself to be, she's just a bit of a div.
1: It's so Like, a pretentious
0: her. div, like, who thinks they know about all this stuff but clearly don't. Like, when they
1: were going on about the moon landings and about the third bloke, they weren't allowed to tell you who he was called. And uh, she was like why was he covered in tattoos? And it was like, well, he wasn't covered in tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Just, and in the, in the first series, it was like, this was a full 500 years before the first ever episode of Brush Drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and every week, they used to play that snippet of Dixie's Midnight Runners. Oh, God.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's funny, because I think comedy is getting harder and harder because of yeah. who
0: you are likely to offend, aren't you?
2: It's difficult. It's you got to go yeah. all in. Was offending people. Or doing something offensive, just easy comedy because the majority of people found it funny, and because mm. there's always a part of no every joke, element. isn't there? Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Somebody's, somebody, a joke is always at the expense of somebody. But that's all it is. It's up to the people listening to the joke to take offence or not. Is they making they're making a decision to take offence, aren't they? It's not like a, an like, emotional reaction.
1: Like I always make a joke, like if I'm out for dinner, that the person sitting next to me when I eat soup is the bravest person in the house. <laughs> you know, and they laugh. They laugh yeah. and no, seriously, it's yeah. alright to laugh. But I suppose I can say that because I'm the one who's disabled. But if someone else said that, I wouldn't be in the slightest bit offended. I, 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 that's why I said nothing's off limit Gallows humour is a very British thing, but that's uh, how I get
0: through yeah. things. Something we should pride ourselves on, I think, really. Yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah. I'm not easily offended at all. I just don't get offended by things. I can see how things might be slightly over the line and, and cause offence, mm. but, but you're right. It's a, it's a personal choice to be offended by mm. something, I think. I think
1: some times people can go out of their way to be offended almost it feels like i, I, I don't know what where, where this has happened or what what's caused this but i, I just think com- comedy is a very i suppose personal thing and if somebody's offended then it's their right to be offended and everyone's going to have different tolerance levels aren't they yeah, yeah.
0: They? but at the same time it is a choice isn't it yeah
1: it is an active choice and which
0: which yeah, i think is really important to for people to accept that if someone gets offended, that doesn't necessarily mean that that isn't funny.
1: You, you know, know I've joked about the nights when I've got the shake and my hands go, I was like, hmm. well, that's a waste, isn't it? You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, to me, that's funny. And everyone, yeah. you know, if someone else said that to me, I, 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 I would find it funny because yeah. I know they're joking at the condition, they're not joking at me.
2: If someone doesn't know you and you've told a joke like that, um. They, they don't know that you were you were you were tell jokes about absolutely everything, and if if there's a, a comedian, what was his um what was his name Manning? Bernie Manning. Manning. Yeah, just kind of had one line of you know, humour all the time. Yeah. And yeah, stuff like that's not going to last. You know,
1: it's a bit like because from listening to the other podcast, you've had a stroke, haven't you? Yes. So if I said, you know, like. Um, Two old women saw a flasher. One had a stroke, and the other one couldn't reach. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're laughing at the joke, You're not laughing at the fact that you've had a stroke. You know, it's it's
0: just well, it's a play uh, on words as well. It is. It. I, I
2: I can't see how any kind of joke around something that's happened to me should cause me offence.
0: I'm um, I'm in
1: exactly the same boat. Well, there was a joke about the, I was going to give up naturism, but I'm going to stick it out a bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> now, naturists yeah. might be offended by that, but yeah. it's
0: their choice. Well, it's their choice to look into because it's sort of like implies that all the men are are looking regular really women never got erections, and they're only there to look at the women naked and play volleyball. Yeah, play volleyball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, uh, yeah.
2: They do the most non-kind of naked appropriate <laughs> yeah, things. Exactly. Don't they? Yeah. Pilates,
0: yeah. Pal- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much.
1: Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure, absolute pleasure.
0: It's just so lovely to reconnect again.
1: It's been it's been a pleasure, and I think what you guys are doing is really, really good. And uh, I've listened to the other two podcasts, and I hope it's a real success for you guys. Oh, cheers,
2: mate. Uh, thank you. It's been really interesting having you here. I've I've learned so much. You know, I'm oh, definitely that's a cool. a guy that has heard of parkinson's it's it's uh, my uncle has parkinson's but his handshakes and that that is all that i Mm, know and and when i see him i'll know more and it'd be good to talk to him about it Mm. after my experience from you know sitting in in here with you today nick so thank you for coming in it's uh it's been a pleasurable experience
0: it's been really fascinating really has like learning everything thanks mate i really appreciate it
1: thanks for asking me in guys and best of luck with what you're doing because i think what you're doing is great
0: this has been the Go To Him podcast with Alan Corbett and Nick Catt. You can email us on him at outlook.com with comments and subjects you might want us to cover. Don't forget to recommend us to anyone you think might benefit. See you for the next one and thanks for your time.